You're listening to All Things Crime, brought to you by Abject Entertainment. Be sure to check out some of the other great true crime podcasts from this network, including The Murder in My Family, Missing Persons, Scene of the Crime, Three Men and a Mystery, DNA ID, Malice, Riddle Me That, and Zodiac Speaking. All of these podcasts are available for you to binge on right now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe where you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Warning, All Things Crime is a true crime production that may contain violent or disturbing material. Viewer or listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, this is Jared, your host with All Things Crime. I am sitting in a little city called Katera, Panama, and it is uh, north of Panama City, I don't know, probably two hours, and this mountain resort town, absolute beautiful location. I'm hanging out with my buddies, uh, Chuck Holton and Michael Yan and Masako from Japan. And I'll tell you, it's, um, you know, I just look at the incredible mountain scenery behind me, all of the just absolute peacefulness and tranquility that is here. And it's honestly hard to fathom that just two days ago I was in Baja Chiquito, which is the very southern end of Panama, and is uh, out there among the Embara people, the Embara Indian people, and we were watching uh, migrants come out of the Darien Gap, and which is uh, supposedly one of the the most dangerous stretches of territory, jungle really, that it, on the entire planet. And some of the people coming out of there, we were only in that in the village uh, five, six hours total. And I'll tell you, the absolute pain and misery that we saw was, it, it was unfathomable. Uh, there was a guy that came out of there, he was being carried by another migrant and uh, had, his feet were so mangled that he couldn't even walk. His, um, he was, he looked like he possibly had gangrene. I mean, really bad sores. And bottom line is if he didn't get help like really fast, he was going to be in real trouble. And, you know, one of the members of uh, our, our group that went in there um, basically said, you know, it, what a bummer to, uh, or, you know, what a tragedy to travel all that way just to lose his feet when he's trying to reach whatever location, most likely the United States, uh, trying to reach the United States because of this supposed dream that they have, uh, the, the lie that's been told to them, that if, if all they have to do is reach the United States and they'll be good, you know, they'll, they'll be taken care of the rest of their lives. Everything will be free. Everything will be uh, provided to them. You know, they'll have uh, everything from cell phones to internet service, free schooling, they believe that that's that's their dream and that's what they've been told is the reality and that's the only thing that is going to pull them that that far and that hard to to make this journey and between the just staggering uh, human tragedy that these migrants are going through every single village that these all these migrants are flooding into and uh, Baja Chiquito, I, I saw it with my own eyes. It is an absolute, it's a unbelievable, I mean, the, the village itself is only, 
just under 500 people. And yet um, they said at one junction, they had over a thousand migrants there. And so these people have been completely overwhelmed. Their village, um, you know, it, it's, it, it used to have, uh, they used to harvest lumber. They used to have uh, agriculture, you know, certain crops that they would be able to sell. And they haven't been able to do any of that. Every single resource that this tiny little village has, and they, they, they don't even have actual electricity. Everything that's provided as far as power is by a generator. They don't have any running water. And so these migrants are flooding into this and they've just gone through the most hellish experience that they've ever seen. Uh, many of them, many of them, like one particular party that we were talking, talking to uh, was a party of about 50 and 40 of them were swept away by rivers. And so four out of five people uh, died or didn't make it, hadn't made it that far. So uh, that is a staggering number of, of just human tragedy that I don't think most of us really comprehend. And so again, here I am sitting in this tranquil setting talking about this, but the world needs to know. And there are far too many people that don't know or if they do know, they're not, they're not talking about it because of some other agenda. And I'll tell you, that's, that's even worse. And th this, uh, w one thing or another, this has to stop. And I think the biggest reason that they're being pulled in this direction is because of this lie, this, uh, you know, they're, they're being prompted and, and of course all the smugglers they, they want it because they make billions of dollars on migrants that are, that are being pulled through here. Everybody get, has their cut. You know, there's smugglers that send these migrants in certain directions. Um, some of them are sending people on their way and then racing ahead and actually robbing them once they're into the forest. And once they're, you know, there's, uh, there's migrants that we've met that that said that every woman that was on the trek in the group that they were in uh, was raped. And the only reason that this woman's 16 year old daughter wasn't raped was because she had a gold necklace that she gave to the smugglers that, uh, to prevent them from raping uh, her 16 year old daughter. So just incredible, incredible stuff. And uh, All Things Crime is, is focused on law enforcement, but you know, there's a lot of ties be behind uh, migration and uh, border crossings and law enforcement in general and just chaos. And I think this whole migrant chain, the, one of the primary reasons that uh, I decided to come down here to Panama and to experience this myself was, I mean, it was multiple fold, but one of the biggest ones that I've taken out of this is how closely tied everything that's going on with law enforcement is tied to other factions, other areas of, you know, ultimate security and the, the areas of the United States that, uh, that are also suffering because of different policies and different uh, actions taken by people that have no repercussions. They have, they, they're not living by the policies that say that they are setting forward. And I think that is part of the, the biggest problem. Thomas Sowell actually said, you know, the most dangerous thing that we can do, and I'm paraphrasing here, but the most dangerous thing that can happen is for the people making the decisions to not have any consequences of those decisions. 
And I think we're seeing that play out in lots of different areas and especially law enforcement where you're seeing uh, policies where the police are being defunded, the police are being told to stand down, uh, the police are told to not, not arrest certain people, you know, like uh, rioters, for example. And uh, that has a massive toll, not only on, you know, financially, because buildings are being burned and things like that, but uh, there's, a, there's a toll as well on the, just even the morale of our law enforcement officers. And, you know, today's Sunday, but tomorrow's Memorial Day. And I'll tell you, Memorial Day, I, as a veteran myself, Memorial Day is a sacred day because we honor our fallen. Not, not, not our veterans, not our law enforcement or first responders. We're res tomorrow is all about those that have actually sacrificed the ultimate sacrifice. They've given their lives to keep our country free. And we, we not only have to remember them and honor them, but we also have to live lives that honor them and honor their sacrifice. And so by doing that, you know, they paid the ultimate price because they wanted their families to live in a free country. And if we're not doing that ourselves, then uh, shame on us. And so it, it is our responsibility to continue that and to propagate that. And it's just absolutely incredible. The, the ties that America has with countries like Panama, because they know, and Panamanians love the United States. They love the freedoms that we stand for. They love the, uh, the way that uh, America gives to other countries. They love uh, just everything that America stands for and the freedoms that we stand for. And uh, they know that if America falls, they all fall. And so they are fighting uh, socialism and communism and anarchy and uh, groups like Antifa that want chaos. They are fighting that just as much as we are. And they are absolutely pulling for the United States. And uh, as every veteran I know and uh, every law enforcement that I know, we all want the same thing. We want a secure country. We want secure cities and communities and um, yeah, but it all starts here. It all starts with uh, understanding what it is, what, what causes people to break the law, what causes people to uh, want to travel thousands of miles to literally break the laws of the United States in order to get into that country. It's, um, it's, it's not reality, you know, what's causing them to do that. It's, uh, it's, and it's, it's immoral. So I'm just uh, just wanted to make a quick note and send this out to everybody and let you know kind of what's been going on with us. We took some serious VIPs. We, you know, word's getting out. Uh, there's two congressmen that went with us, absolute heroes in my book, that these two congressmen were willing to take personal time and make a, a personal trip in order to come down and see this for themselves because the line that they're being fed, especially by others in Washington, D.C., is not what they saw. And, uh, you know, we have a ton of footage that's going out. There's a ton of stories that's going out. Uh, I, I don't know if there will ever be official statements because it wasn't an official trip. But um, these two congressmen are, uh, and Tom Tiffany's one of them, and he's an amazing guy. And the other, the other congressman will be uh, talking about it soon, I'm sure. And 
but it's just amazing, amazing. You know, they've been telling about all this human tragedy and all this, uh, you know, the, what the migrant trains are, are happening in there, the rapes, the murders, uh, the loss of life, the pain and suffering. And they wanted to see it for themselves. They wanted to be able to say, yes, I've seen it. And don't tell me that it's not happening. And I really applaud these guys for doing what they did. And, um, and now the story is going to get out. And so uh, you, you can't deny it. I've seen it with my own eyes that is suffering. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to spend one night in that uh, Baja Chiquito. Even though the people there are absolutely fantastic, the, the well, I backtrack. I would spend a night. I'd spend, I'd spend time down there, but I wouldn't want to spend a night amongst the, the migrants there because um, they are suffering so much that I know that those people are just in absolute desperate straits. And uh, frankly, I think if the people of Baja Chiquito were not giving them everything that they have, I think that they would just take it because they're in that level of desperation. And it's, uh, it's wrong. It's, you know, it, and it's not wrong on their part. It's wrong on the part of the people that are propagating the lie and propagating the, the hope that they have that they're gonna live in this nirvana once all they have to do is get into the United States and then all their problems are gonna be taken care of. And that, that to me, that's kind of the message that I got is that that's, uh, that's really where they're coming from. That's their mindset. And that's the only thing that it will push them hard enough to bring little children through the Darien Gap. Uh, again, it's about a 60 mile trek through jungle and mountain terrain that uh, very similar to the mountain that you see right behind me right there. And you know, of course there's gonna be gaps and things and that's why it's called the Darien Gap because there's, there's only a couple places that you can make it through Colombia into Panama. And that Darien Gap is, is the shortest one, and that's the one that takes, us, takes uh, the migrants the furthest north. And so the, basically they, they can come along the Atlantic coast up through uh, Colombia. Uh, and then once they hit the Darien Gap, they can come straight over into Panama. And then they're even further north than uh, another uh, city that we went to. It's not really a city, kind of a smaller town but it's along the river down there at the very south end of Panama. And just incredible. But you know, the, the rain that I've seen here, the rivers that are basically at flood stage at this time of year, Predators, their acts are evil. We call them monsters. We say no human, could perpetrate the crimes they have committed. But in truth, only human beings execute these horrific acts. And if you're like me, you want to know why. To find out, join me, Ariel Cooksey, on my podcast, Malice. As a social psychologist, I dig into the psychology, sociology, neurobiology, child development, trauma, and other factors that come together to create malicious offenders. Find Malice wherever you listen to podcasts. A lot of them are literally, they can't swim. You know, there's migrants from uh, Somalia 
and other places like that where there's not a real cause to learn how to swim. But these people are so desperate, they're stuck on the, and, and if it's a real major rainstorm, they might be stuck on a, the side of the river sleeping in these torrential downpours uh, on the ground, no coverage, there's snakes, there's all sorts of insects, so they're getting bit, they're getting, uh, uh, you know, bit by snakes. Some of them are dying by snake bites. Some of them are, are dying, just uh, they're trying to cross these rivers and getting swept away. Um, there's parents that are carrying these children. They're expending every last ounce of energy that they even they possibly have to, to get their children into Baja Chiquito. And, and, and what's really incredible is that when they're on the, the Columbia side, they're not told how difficult this is. They're just said, yeah, just go on, go on, hit this trail and you'll walk for a few days and you'll, you'll be there. And yet once they actually enter the bot or the uh, uh, Darien Gap, then they're being robbed, they're being raped. Some of them are being murdered. They're being bit by snakes and bugs. Uh, some of these people are walking with like uh, boots that you'd see um, farm workers using you know, to prevent, uh, you know, they're, they're like thigh high or uh, knee high boots. And, but they're just plastic boots and they're not made for, for hiking. They're not made for long-term walking. They're just, there's waterproof boots. But the problem is uh, if they don't understand how to take care of their feet, which this guy that we saw coming out of that was being carried by another migrant obviously didn't because it, it looked like he had not taken off his shoes and aired his feet out. He obviously didn't have any foot powder, didn't have any change of socks because his feet literally looked like they were about to fall off. And um, I'd be absolutely amazed if his, if his feet weren't amputated because he was in bad shape. And he's, he's a long ways away from any uh, decent hospital. So it'll be really interesting to see. I, and you know, probably never actually see it, let alone hear about it. But. Yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of migrants, at least he's still alive for the time being. But, uh, you know, the number of people that are dying along the way. They said there's bodies all through that Darien jungle, uh, that Darien gap. And it doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, you know, the, the, the little children that I met at uh, Baja Chiquito, uh, they're just jovial, happy, wonderful kids. And, and yet they see bodies floating down the river that they use for transportation, they use for logistics, they use for bathing, uh, they use for drinking. Uh, they see dead bodies floating in that periodically. And, you know, especially when there's heavy rains. And um, yeah, anyway, I could go on and on, guys. I'll tell you what, um, All Things Crime is, is focused on the investigative process, and, but it's also focused on the cause of crime and why things, these things happen, you know, along with some of these uh, individual cases. And I'll tell you, uh, after what I saw down here in Panama, we're gonna start, we're gonna start connecting dots along, uh, along the way. And uh, I, I think it's gonna be an interesting, interesting journey. So I hope you'll take it with me. So this is Jared with All Things Crime. Thanks for checking in. Thank you for listening to All Things Crime. We are so grateful for all of our listeners. If you enjoyed this, please give us a positive review so other people can find it as well. Have an amazing All Things Crime Day.